Good evening, and welcome to episode 8 of the Dan Life Coach podcast. Throughout one's life, everyone will experience changes of circumstance and environment. Having a strong circle of friends and colleagues is often the basis of a long and happy life. Remaining loyal, true and honest with your friends is a vital part of functioning relationships. One should not simply replace those around you with newer, cooler and better looking friends, nor should one cease contact with those close to you just because any perceived use they had has now passed. The Dan Life Coach Surgery has moved to Dublin, Ireland, and I have jettisoned the previous contributors like a popular but ultimately unworkable political party manifesto. They continue to call and ask why I haven't kept them up to date with recordings, but my lawyers should be sorting that out soon. I've moved on, and so should they. So it's a new dawn in the Dan Life Coach podcast. Free from the unpleasant grime of the past and onwards with bright, shiny new team members. The Life Coach is in. To be sure, to be sure. Joining me in the surgery tonight, the brand new surgery now that I've moved down to Dublin, we've got uh, a brand new uh, cast of experts. And expert number one is Liam. Liam, hello. Hey. (laughs) You had to do that again. We practiced this and we kind of decided that was a bad thing to do. Just go, hey. All right, sorry. So let's do it again. Okay. Liam, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Liam, um, tell us what you do. I'm an I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm a writer and director and of film, TV, and theatre. Very nice indeed. Uh, would we have recognised you from anything recently? That's the question you always get if you're an actor or if you do anything like that. They'll say. Well, what would I have seen you in? Uh, I was an excellent uh, character actor in an Aviva ad. Um, amazing emotion involved in that and my mother recognised me from it that was it good yeah oh sorry more than that um, no thought, no no that's fine you can't really beat the Aviva ads I would have thought well you can you can go for a certain supermarket but we'll gloss over that oh right, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, expert number two brand new expert number two is Sue hello hello Sue hello how are you I'm good thank you and tell us what you do I'm, I'm in IT very good. Anything in particular? No, not really. Just, you, just IT. Are you saying that because you think that I'm quite stupid and I wouldn't understand anything more technical than I'm in IT? Yeah, kind of. It's probably best. Probably, yeah. <laughs> right, uh, what we do, uh, obviously you guys are new, but I managed to get rid of the, the last bunch of people that we had. Um, very well valued they were. Um, we just basically solve people's problems. People send us whatever's bothering them at the time and then we, we discuss it and we must come up with very serious, but a very responsible position here. Uh, so we'll crack on with problem number one. Right, first things first, I think we need to mention we've been uh, well watered and fed. And we uh, we got our pizzas. I'm going to do a complete and not a blatant plug now. We got our pizzas from Base Pizza in Balls Bridge. Gorgeous pizzas. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it lovely? Uh, well, I'd say two of them were lovely. <laughs> we had a spicy one and then, oh, uh, a, a spicy meaty one and then just an ordinary meaty one. It was, uh, I, don't, I don't know the names. They've told me off. I tweeted them earlier on. And they made some recommendations, but I forgot. And we just got some random ones. But they were very nice, two of, well, two and a half. So, what did you ask for on your pizza? I was put under pressure when I was asked. What no, I no, to no eat. Just, just define I, put under pressure. You, I, was, I asked you I, what pizza you wanted. You, I received an email 
I received two emails actually asking what I wanted on my pizza. First one I didn't respond to, and the, the second one I felt was a bit, I don't know, put the pressure on. So uh, I just want a pineapple, was the first thing that popped into my head. <laughs> I might have been looking at a pineapple at the time, I'm not sure. I've got a friend called Scott who insists that um, fruit should never be in, particularly desserts, but never in any kind of food. Um, so he's going to hate me. But we did order a, a ham and pineapple pizza with sweet corn. Yeah, there's a lot of that left, isn't there? Mm. Is, so, there is there? Is there? Yeah, there's about half of that left. That wasn't. Don't worry, I'll, I'll no, I'd have eaten it if I saw it. I've stashed it away for you. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, so thank you very much to uh, Bates Pizzas for uh, suggesting those delicious flavours. Uh, well, two of them anyway. Right, problem number one. I'll cover this one, I think, um, because it's probably it's kind of my show. If that's all right. That's fair enough. That's I don't want to be pushy. I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm already being accused of pressurising yeah. people by simply asking what they want to eat. Uh, I asked you what you wanted to drink as well. I got no answer to that. I think you just. Uh, oh yes, yeah, I suddenly remembered the email now. Yeah. Okay. I, respond, <laughs> I, I responded to that. Did you? Yeah. You said anything. That, yeah, that's, that's a very, true. it's a very wide <laughs> yeah, uh, choice for me there. <laughs> it's just anything. Um, yeah, right. So we'll move on to the very first question. Hi, Dan. I've been wondering how to make some money. Uh, I've been very poor all of my life, and I would like to uh, like to be able to afford to shop at Waitrose. Any ideas, please? Now, this has been sent in um, through the website, the dansiren.co.uk uh, website. Uh, there is a, a section for the life coach if you go there. That's been sent in by Now Drake. All one word. Now, now Drake. Liam, where do you do your shopping? I t- my shopping. Um, if I'm lazy, I just go to the local shop. Um, usually the filling station. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the best place to shop. Unless you really want Cornish pasties and, and bri- uh, charcoal briquettes. <laughs> yeah, I've tried. I've gone off them since Lent. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was just too much. Um, the what was the question again? Where do I shop? Yes. Uh, I obviously shop in Lidl. <laughs> I, I must explain, I must explain. Yeah. Uh, not only do I spend my time doing life coaching, uh, excellent life coaching, I think you'll agree, uh, but I'm also um, appearing at the moment in an advert for Lidl. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, yeah. Let's move on. I don't know what else to say, really. Yeah, okay. So I would uh, shop in Lidl, which is a great uh, value, apparently. And, um, yeah, so I'm actually a terrible shopper. I literally shop the last minute. So it's literally whatever I feel like getting. And then end up going to the shop and getting absolute everything else that I didn't need at the time. Wetsuits and things like that. Yeah, wetsuits. I come back. I go hungry and I go in looking for yogurts and I come back with a wetsuit. Um, I just can't help it. Uh, they see me coming, obviously, considering I was actually going to a grocery store. So I don't actually exactly know where the wetsuit came from. Um, the That's the truth. No, it's not true. Sorry. Um, where was I with the shopping? Um, Are the questions going to be more difficult than this, or is this the level of... Well, I'm worried Where now. did you shop? They, I mean, they might get more difficult, okay. but... Uh, I'm making a meal, do, of, do, do, I'm do, making do a meal of this answer, really, actually. It's, yeah. it's floundering in the water with yeah. the where did you shop thing. It's yeah. just the, the local shop would have done. The local shop. <laughs> do you get the, the <laughs> shopping snobbery? Because it's clear that now Drake here has got a problem with uh, where she does shop. Where, where does she shop? Well, she doesn't say. She just says she'd like to shop in, at Waitrose. In, where, where is that? You see, we don't have Waitrose here. I know. This is one that confused me as well, because I don't... I'm not entirely certain. I could be wrong. But when I lived up up north... They didn't have Waitrose there. I think it's a London-based thing. Is it, is it a grocery shop? or is I think it a... it's a supermarket. It's a supermarket. Okay. I have a special place in my heart for Waitrose. It's the last place that I was ever asked for, I, for ID, for alcohol. So I have a special place for Waitrose in my heart. That was in Sussex. So it's in Sussex as well. And you were 13 at the time? I was, yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> uh, the woman who asked me for ID, though, had glasses that were about two inches thick. This is the bit of the story I don't normally tell people, but yeah. So and she, she wasn't just a randomer walking around the shop. She actually was I'm one of the... I'm pretty sure she worked there. She was sitting yeah. behind the till. But you can just anybody can do that. That's true. I actually, if you put on as long as you know how to operate the red light that flashes and says, "If you, walk, I don't know how to operate very simple machinery." Yeah, unless if, you, if you can do that, actually, you're all right. I actually, and it's kind of slightly diverting away from here. But if you actually walk around any hotel or anything with the clipboard, 
mm-hmm. be amazing. Nobody will talk to you for ages. In fact, no one will talk to you full stop. Okay. And then you can ask them anything. You walk up to them saying, um, can I have your ID? They'll give it to you. We had a similar thing on, when I worked on the fire stations of either hold a clipboard and nobody gives you a job to do because they assume you've already got one. Yeah. Or a sweeping brush. No. Wouldn't quite work so well in a hotel if you said, if you wandered by with your, your Henry Hoover and suddenly just said, give me your ID. Uh, might, you might get challenged on that one. Yeah, you might, yeah. But the clipboard definitely is, uh, I think that's the, I've done it. I've actually walked into hotels, just, just pure, uh, obviously I won't name the hotel because I do value my uh, professional, uh, well actually no, court cases I'm afraid of. But if you, yeah, actually, I've actually, on a dare, went around a hotel and asked to see, um, certain, open the door and see certain rooms and check them. On a dare? Yeah. Who dared you to do that? A friend of mine. Okay. He, we had a bet and uh, he dared me to do it. So um, let's just say the Radisson and Galway um, <laughs> are very generous with their time. You need I, to get better friends with better dares. I, I, yeah, I probably do. Yeah, probably do. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine uh, wandering into a hotel and looking in rooms being much of a dare, to be honest with you. Duncan would never, Peter Duncan would never have done that on Duncan Dares. I like not don't speak. know what that is. No, see, did, did you not used to watch Blue Peter? See, I, I told you before, I lived in the west of Ireland. We didn't even have uh, reception, full stop, of <laughs> of anything. So even if we got, if we actually, if my father was able to twist the aerial and we actually got static, we were elated. It was a, it was a bonus. Most of the time, nothing happened. The TV was, was dead. Why did you bother having a TV then? It was just to keep up with uh, what was happening in the neighbour's house. The static. Well, you lived in hope. I mean, hope is a yes. very valuable thing. That's true. Uh, without hope, you've nothing. And that's exactly how my father said at the time what was Duncan Dares I was part of Blue Peter yeah Blue Peter had a, a presenter on it called Peter Duncan yes I know and who he is he left Blue Peter or, or he got booted off or something like that and he did his own little TV show afterwards where he completed Dares and he called right. it Duncan Dares included one where he had a, a, a Volkswagen Beetle and he waterproofed it and then tried to sail across the Irish Sea in a, in a Volkswagen Beetle. Is this has he been? Is this where he went to? Is this why he hasn't heard from since? Well, I'm I'm just trying to remember if he made it. I'm sure he did <laughs> make it, but I I don't remember. That if he was... sounds dodgy enough now whether he made it or not. But he did lots of things. It was like the daredevil of Blue Peter. You're saying right. it was more exciting dares than go to a hotel with a clipboard. I'm no expert in daring matters, but I would say that probably possibly could be more exciting things than going around the Radisson so, in Galway. You didn't want to name it, did you? I. Well, 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 don't yeah. worry, I'll edit out the Radisson in Galway later on. I definitely, Do, yeah. I definitely, when you listen back to this, there'll be no mention of the Radisson in Galway. Galway. Right, Yeah. good. Uh, so, shop, shopping snobbery. Uh, we know that Waitrose, you've got a soft spot for Waitrose because yes. they, they served you booze when you were 13. So, yes. was, was there a question someone wants to have money enough to shop in Waitrose? Yeah. But can't you shop in Waitrose without, you know, that much money? I don't know, maybe they've got an open door policy just on a few days of the year, whether that any old uh, Joe Soap going. But is Waitrose posh, then? Again, I only ever hear London people talking about Waitrose, but I don't understand it. I don't know. I, well, don't I, mean, if you, if you, I mean, if you didn't eat for two weeks and saved all the money, I'm sure you'd be able to afford to walk into Waitrose and, you know, buy something. So, I mean, if it, that's all you want to do... A is cloth or something like that. Yeah, exactly. If all your ambition is to What's shop at Waitrose... Well, I've not been eating for so long. I kind of, uh, I've got some form of uh, infection now, so it's just to wipe the sores, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's what you can buy from Waitrose. <laughs> So you're suggesting just not eating for two weeks. Well, I'm saying if that's all—if that's all you want, if in life, if that's your ambition, is to be able to shop on Waitrose. Yeah. Um, well, then you can make sacrifices in order to make that happen. I mean, you know, I'm sure you can, you know, buy some cloth or some piping, <laughs> some, some salmon fillets and piping. I'm trying to imagine. Like, I, I remember, I vaguely remember Waitrose, but now I'm only all I'm picturing is cloth in one aisle and salmon in another. Like, <laughs> that's all they've got. When you walk in there, all, all they've got is. <laughs> It's just yeah. above, above the, the aisles, it's just got cloths and, and salmon. salmon. And that's, that's all we need. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, um, 
that, that, that's I mean, I'm just saying that's what the the um, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on that image of Dotson <laughs> and salmon. And then you get asked for ID for uh, the I, I cashier wonder. We actually don't even sell alcohol. Where the hell did you get it from? I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they made the alcohol in the back like moonshine out of cloths and salmon. Like the, the salmon juice, and they just wring out the cloths that they've wiped the salmon up. They hit the salmon with the with the lead piping. I I'm, wrap it in a, wrap it in a cloth. Yeah. And then roll it with the lead piping, and yeah. all the juice that comes out, that's your booze. Yeah. Well, we do, we, we it's do. kind of unlikely, but okay. Well. <laughs> but we do have like supermarket snobbery here as well. I mean, there's. Oh, thank God. Back to reality. Okay, back great. To, <laughs> something we know about Tesco's versus, I don't know, like Marks and Spencer's. I mean, there is. Super value, though? Super Quinn, sorry, Super Quinn. I don't get the Super Quinn thing. Is it Super Quinn that do the really good sausages? Yes. Because I've never had a Super Quinn sausage. I can't believe it's a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> I've never had a Super Quinn sausage, but I've been told that they're very good. Yes. Yeah. The Super Quinn and the Super Value, and I can't remember which is the posh one. Super Value is not posh. Okay, good to know. You do realise just how you're completely not sabotaging any hopes I had of sponsorship for this now, don't you? You're basically slagging off everybody, aren't you? You've kind of made your allegiance, though. Oh, yeah, I'm a little old. Sorry, yeah. lead piping and clots and salmon. <laughs> yeah. Or is that you? I can't remember. Or is that you're, you're a moonshine, sorry. You don't, you don't know how many manufacturers of lead piping and cloths out there that would want to uh, They've to seen a the market opening. Yeah. They're going... In a podcast. Try and imagine an industry that actually all they do is lead piping. Don't I'm you? sure that Cluedo, that was, that was the first setback. Yeah, well, yeah, they got a bad, yeah, a bad name from Cluedo. Yeah, I can imagine it. Bad, bad, bad news, sir. What's that? And you don't see as many candlesticks these days. Lead it's true. Or butlers. <laughs> they're all dead yeah. in the library yeah they're called now they're actually different names now you have names now for things like manservants are now called assistants what? true they don't, they don't call them manservants anymore Those, where are you getting this information from? no they used to be upstairs downstairs they used to be manservants this is all news to me as well I'm no no they used to be manservants and, and that now they're called assistants you don't, you don't employ assistants now you don't is, employ... It, is, it, is it a sexual uh, thing? Is it? you can't say manservant because it could be a woman servant or is it just the whole servant thing? Is it seems no, to no, be no. It's it's well, I think servant in general is like public servants. Mm. They don't like to be called public servants. Do they? Not? Well, no. It's I bet if they got, I bet if they got a public service, uh, public servant pension, I bet they'd be quite happy to be called public servants. Uh, yeah, but they call it. It's you work for the, you work for um, in the public sector. That's how it's presented. It's not like oh my god, I'm actually insulting pretty much everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There goes my uh, income stream. Um, I haven't I haven't heard the, the, the phrase or the word manservant in, I think, maybe ever. Well, that's my point. It's It's been replaced by assistant now or personal assistant. Have you heard personal assistant? Yes. There, there you go. go. You, See? Pre- that's it. That's there. proof. There. As far there. as I'm concerned, that's proof positive. Yeah, our butlers are gone now. Instead, you have... Our butlers are gone. Yes. Uh, not that we had many of them growing up. But you say that, but somebody just knocked on the door and handed through a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you to our, our assistant... Our, Yes. Um, no, I'm just saying those those names have changed, but the actual because the connotations of, you know, class uh, discrimination, and now it's um, things like personal assistants. And um, I never had a butler or personal assistant no, or anything. Yeah. Just to make this very very clear, I've no idea. I got down. I'm in, I'm in a cul-de-sac now. I mean, I'm, and you're letting me stay there. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at me as if say, Dan, change the subject. I'm not going yeah. to. No. Okay. Let, let, let's move on. We're talking about brand snobbery. Yes. So at school, my mum used to buy the cheap trainers and all my friends were wearing the Nikes. I was wearing the Mikes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh I remember that with the Doc Martens and there was one kid who had the fake Doc Martens and it all... Oh, See, Doc that. Martens at, at various points were seen to be cheap shoes anyway, weren't they? Weren't they your functional work shoes? They were your functional work shoe, but then... And uh, they, weren't they kind of medically related, hence the Dr. Martin bit? Weren't they, the air cushion sole was there for orthopaedic reasons or something like that. Was it? I don't know. I think so. I thought they were purple, weren't they? Seriously? Oh, no, that, well, that, that, that was a later... Oh, okay. That was later. But they originally, so we're, we're, we're very, as a standard work shoe. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm from the west of Ireland where we were very poor and that we didn't really know what 
Like no one, no one. He didn't even have doctors. Never mind Doctor Martins. <laughs> exactly. So we didn't really know what. The one, see, I believe that one of the problems with uh, people being over exuberant in their spending and they're in, and looking to spend in you know higher end shops is they watch the neighbours. But see, if your neighbours live three miles away and they're as poor as you are, you don't have that problem. No, but that's even worse because then you can imagine they've got the best. No, teams. but we don't. We didn't even have TV, so we didn't even know it's a greater world out there where they actually sold Doc Martins. You did have a TV, you but you, you, you didn't TV. show yeah. you anything. You yeah. just thought it was a, a box of snow. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a massive snow globe and then just to shake up exactly well it, 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 look at the wall I mean you could see the TV and hope as I said go back to it again hope is, a, is an amazing thing have I, things changed this is the thing have things changed are we less brand snobbery now well remember weren't they, weren't they selling bottles of oxygen did I just no maybe, I've seen that before that there's, there's actually familiar. oxygen bars in places like Los Angeles and yes. America but they were actually selling it BT, BT2 um, I think what's BT2 we're selling bottles of oxygen yeah. what's BT2 Brand Thomas too. Ah, sorry. No, people in people in the rest of the oh, world. Oh, sorry. People might not necessarily know what that was. So yeah, Brand Thomas too. It'd be like Harvey Nicks. Be that kind of two. Harvey Nicks too. Yes. Why two? Because the first one was one, and then but it's like Superman. You only see Superman two. You say or Superman one. It's just Superman and then Superman two. Okay. So Brand Thomas, Brand Thomas two. Fair enough. Do you know the uh, the? Uh, this is really really boring. I'm definitely going to cut this bit, this story out. But Everton, um, they, they, they've opened a, a store in the shopping centre that's known as Liverpool One and they've called their store Everton Two. Uh, so it's Everton Two, Liverpool One, every time you say it. Let's move on. Do you see how I didn't even laugh at that? No. That's actually quite good. It's yeah. clever, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. That's football, isn't it? That's because yes. you are Everton. Yes, yeah. I am, I am. Yeah. Right, okay, so snobbery. We uh, do, do, do people still care about brand, brand snobbery in general and should now Drake be bothered by well, the this... fact that she has to shop elsewhere other than Waitrose? Well, I think if her, she wants to make money, that was the original question, how to make money. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think spending it is less important than why you're making money in the first place. It, it, spending it in shops like that. I mean, it's about living a higher quality of life and what you want to achieve with your life and your personal dreams and motivation and all that sort of very politically correct stuff. But it is. I mean, ultimately, where you shop is kind of pointless, really, isn't it? Well, it is in that uh, if she's going to make a lot of money. And then spend it all in Waitrose. Well, it's have kind one, of, it's one, kind of wasting it. So yeah. if, if you do manage to make a huge amount of money now, Drake, you should then not shop in Waitrose on a point of principle and and save more money and therefore become even more rich by shopping in the in the in the cheaper supermarket. Well, it's nothing, isn't it? They say if you if you have no money, imagine yourself with loads of money. Then imagine what you would do if you had loads of money. If you had loads of money, then you'd shop in very cheap places because you in the back of your head you know I could afford to shop anywhere I want, but I choose to shop with the riffraff. Okay. And then, and then realise you've no money and continue to do it. Okay. So it's like delusing yourself you've loads of money and shopping in very, very cheap places. So is that what happens with the poor people? That's Think what I do. They, 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 yeah, they, they assume that they can go shopping in the most expensive place and just whip out the No, it's card. like in the back of your head going, well, it's imaginary kind of a thing. And obviously I realise I've just, I've antagonised pretty much every, like poor people, shops. The poor people love you. You're, well, the, poor, poor. you're, the, poor, you're the poor people's champion. I, I, I'm one of them. I'm one of... I was going to say, I don't think there is snobbery now. It's like 10 years ago you had 20 euro or 20 pounds, wherever it was, and you'd, you'd go and shop wherever. But now you can go to Aldi or Lidl. And uh, but you come back, you know, with your twenty euro with, like you say, a wetsuit and a chainsaw and a leg of ham. You know, I mean, it's look what I got for twenty quid. I got all this stuff in the same shop. So I think it's, it's very different. Sorry, I'm trying to imagine you coming back with the wetsuit, chainsaw. <laughs> that's 
Yes, I don't know what and I'm doing. And a leg of lamb. I don't know what I'm doing that weekend. I need those things, but... I saw some meets are going, oh. You could use a chainsaw yeah. to hollow out the leg of lamb to make a canoe and wear the wet, so- wet but, suit. But it, it actually is, I think, now seen as more popular or more acceptable to actually be very frugal yes. right now. Whereas as opposed obviously, to spending but, 20 euro yeah. on a bottle of oxygen and a BT2. So to answer now Drake's question, what I would suggest is that she doesn't shop in Waitrose, that she waits until Waitrose is closed and then break into Waitrose, steal a load of stuff, sell it, and then go shopping in a cheap supermarket. Yes. That would answer all of the problems because she would get the opportunity to feel like she was shopping in Waitrose, albeit a very dark Waitrose, with a security guard with a torch, and she'd just have to avoid him a little bit. A bit like you're avoiding the smelly person down the aisle. You know, there's always a, a, there's always a horrible person down the aisle in the supermarkets and they get in the way and, you know. No. Is that just me? I mean, I am the smelly maybe, person. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe. that doesn't come as a surprise. So she can break in during the night as she wanders around the aisles of Waitrose, steals all the expensive goods, nips out down to the, the, the dog and jockey and sells them all to the people in there. And then she can go off to a, a cheaper supermarket. So the answer is... I'm, I'm not going to say cheap, I'm going to say better value, such as... Well, I'll not mention it again. <laughs> little. Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's, the, what's the catchphrase in Little? What's the... Um, at the moment, they've got a song by Ham Sandwich, and it's the uh, Morecambe and Wise. Bring me sunshine. That one. But it's definitely got a catchphrase. It's oh. Choose at the moment, actually. actually. Bring, me, bring me sunshine, so is the kind of catchphrase. No, it's Choose. Choose? I just wanted to sing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm definitely shopping in... Anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so that's my suggestion. Any other suggestions for poor now, Drake? She's basically poor, wants to shop in a posh shop. But your solution is theft. Yeah. Basically. Okay, just... No, no theft and point. shopping. Because she spends the, the, the money that she makes having sold what she's stolen, fencing the goods, so to speak, and goes to a different supermarket where she gets better value for money. That sounds very reasonable. Slightly immoral, but I mean, uh, yeah, I go with that. Fair enough. That, that, sound, that sounds to me like a problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. So I think that's a problem solved there. Who was that problem from? Can you remember? Uh, uh, Drake. Now Drake should definitely be, be happy now, uh, as long as you can avoid the long arm of the law. Coming up for problem number two, Liam, you're going to field this one for us. Yes, this problem is in from Claire. And Claire says, I can't find my P60 and I need it for my accounts. Also, at the age of 27, I should not be still getting the odd spot. Really annoying. And that's from Claire, who contacted uh, Dan Life Coach on Twitter, which is very simple. Um, what's, it, what's the name for your name on Twitter? Some people call it a tag, don't it's they? It's a handle, isn't it? See, that sounds all CB-ish. I know, but I, I actually had this conversation with someone very recently, and I think it's... This I is why we picked ha- you as an expert, because you're, you've got your finger on the pulse. It's avatar for your photograph and ha- your handle for your... Isn't it? For your name? Yeah. Handle, I think it's handle, yeah. 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 Very good. I like and that. It is CB-ish, but yeah. What's your term for? Rubber ducky, all that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, got, I'm lost now. Roger, Roger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's dead. He only died there a month ago? Less than a month ago. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, Roger, Roger. Roger, over. Roger. Over and down. Yeah, Victor, Victor. <laughs> uh, we're going off on a little tangent. Yes. Um, but I agree. It was on the other night, actually. I watched Airplane the other night. Airplane. Mm. Airplane Amazing. 2 was on last night. Was it really? Yep. I was too busy doing stuff. I was Damn me in my exciting life. Um, so the problem we've got, first of all, uh, the P60 one. Basically, she's misplaced something. Um, this but, but we had an interesting discussion while yes. we were eating our pizza earlier on about what a P60 was. I didn't. I know what it is, and I know, but you seem to know a lot more about it, Liam. Yes. Um, P60 is the statement. It's your. Ta- it's it's a accumulation of your earnings with an employer um, annually. Your employer has to file it with the revenue. So if she gets onto employer or gets onto revenue, she get they get a copy of P60. 
I'm feeling we're in a comedy cul-de-sac right now. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing <laughs> about P60s. Most serious, most actual, useful bit of information. Well, I was just, just going to... Contact your employer I was, and they'll sort well, you out. What if you don't have an employer? Well, then you won't have a P60. <gasps> so what do you do? Well, you go down to the local market where you're working and um, you calculate all the cash you've received from selling the... Um, Things you've stolen from Waitrose. Yeah, or, or DVDs that are rip-offs. And um, got a receipt. <laughs> I hate that ad. You know that one? No, they had on before the movies, you know, don't buy any counterfeit. Oh, he wouldn't steal yeah. a handbag. Got a receipt. That's all I could do. Um, <laughs> by the time, the curious thing about this particular um, is that what was the person doing when the two thought processes came together? I still can't find my P60, any of my accounts, and also the A27. I should not be still getting the odd spot. Mm, unless it's a really shiny P60. And she's reading that going, Jesus, what? Shit? Oh, it's me. Oh, I see. Well, kind of, I'm thinking they're lying, lying back in a sofa kind of going, my life's in shit. It's just, or my life's terrible. Uh, you can swear. It's okay to it swear. Was... Do you know I had to sign this up as explicit simply because of the theme tune? You've heard... Have you actually taken... I have to. It's very yes. funny theme tune. That's not, that's not explicit. Oh, is it? Is there? Yeah, it says I talk pure shite. Oh, yeah. So I had to put explicit. But simply... shite isn't really that well, We were discussing this again shit. earlier on about the, the old fuck feck uh, dis- discussion because people in Ireland say feck. Yeah. And it's not seen to be offensive. Whereas in England, we just assume you mean fuck and said it wrong. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, we don't say it. It's like, well, we could, but we don't. But if you, if someone was to say feck, feck. it's not it's not even seen to be even remotely saucy, is it? No. No, feck it. Perfect example. It's you can't say feck it. You can. Yeah, feck it. If I was in England, if I was in a courtroom in England or something, I'd say, ah, oh, feck it. I'd be in contempt of court immediately. Why, why are you in a courtroom? Have you tried that? How do you know? I used to be... I did actually train to be a lawyer for a short period of time. Oh, that's right, you did. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't actually... I like to, I like to keep that quiet. Yeah, but you didn't actually tr- actually try saying feck it in court, did you? No. Then you don't know. But I reckon it, I reckon it worked. I reckon if you said... If you were if you were in any kind of uh, formal surroundings and you said feck it in England, they, you would be frowned upon. What? Just say you're Irish. What? Just for that one second? Yeah. Yeah, I'm clearly from Yorkshire, but feck it. What's up? What, are you, what are you doing swearing? Oh, I'm from uh, Galway, to be sure, to be sure. Like that. It's not going to work. Yeah, that wouldn't even work in Galway. Um, <laughs> I think you'd get away with feck in an Irish courtroom. You get away, so. Actually, you get away committing the, <laughs> a murder in an Irish courtroom. <laughs> That's one of the problems with Irish courtrooms. Anyway, as I was saying, the, the, the curious thing about this, what I thought was curious, was the fact that someone would have those two juxtapositions of thoughts in their head about their spot on the P60. It's almost like someone's lying back going, my life is, is, oh yeah, that's right, my life is in shite. And they're kind of going, everything's going wrong. For example, I can't find my P60 and I got a spot. And if that is all the problems you have in your life as you're lying back on your couch wondering what's wrong with your life, I think you're probably well, maybe, maybe overthinking the, things. Maybe the stress of losing all the P60s has caused the breakout of acne. The odd spot. Oh, I see. Maybe she just lost the I odd spot. I used to have such bad acne. My mum was, she was a lo- my mum, she was. She actually still is lovely. Um, she used to buy this kind of uh, white... But you thought she was still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tonight, Liam, we've got a surprise for you. <laughs> Hello, Mum. She gets this white... Did, did, did you ever have bad acne? No. You probably had no acne. Your, your skin's lovely. You probably had no acne. Well, I'm in my 30s now. I'm squinting at something, Dan. No, she's, you're 20, she's 27 and she's saying she's still getting spots. Yeah. And I still get lots of spots now. Well, I'm 37. Well, I'm I, 10 years older. I, I've got 10 years of doom and gloom listening to this silly old bag whinging on about her one have, spot when she's 27 the stress yeah, the of losing P60 and also women can but you can wear because I don't have a job is that what you're saying yeah. I don't have a P60 and you so can wear... I don't have the stress because I don't have a job do you understand the stress that comes from being unemployed and you can wear makeup which covers up the P60 uh, that's, that's <laughs> covers up the P60 that's <laughs> why she can't find it it's covered in foundation somewhere in a room it covers up your ad spot so I mean you don't have to worry about this as a man you can't 
I mean, back to the point. My mom, I got so upset as a teenager, or in, that was a teenager, in uh, school, that she's actually bought this special cream. There's little, little jars, and you mix them together, and it'll turn kind of this white, and you put it on your face. For, Is it like salt and shake crisps? Where you used to have to put the salt in yourself on top of the crisps? No, there are two jars, medical right. okay. jars. They're probably quite expensive. And she'd get that every month, they give it to me, and I just put it on at night, put it on my, my face. To reduce my acne. Was this just like two jars of pseudo cream she had? And she was just pretending that she was kind of mixing up some kind of special. Yes, because we were that poor and, and I was that gullible that we. Uh... Pseudo cream fixes everything. Have you tried putting pseudo cream on your face? No, but I know people who have. And how are they? I don't see them anymore. <laughs> the face is literally worn away. Yeah. QED. <laughs> it's very good for spots. It's well known. Kate Milden uses it for her spots. Have, you haven't had spots, Kate so you don't Milden know. Use a pseudo cream on her face. I know this. I can't imagine she's covered her face in pseudogram. I had a friend at school who, uh, this is very shortly after my ridiculously nuclear hot donut incident where uh, we used to have frozen donuts in the freezer, throw them in the microwave for 10 seconds and then the donut would be defrosted but the jam in the middle would superheat and it dribbled down and scarred my face, right? But it's not funny. Stop laughing. That's not funny. They can still hear you laughing even though you're covering your mouth up. My the, the, One of the boys actually at school who used to bully me a bit, he then came in a few days after after ribbing me mercilessly for the uh, the super hot lava larval donut he came in with a big burn on his face because he put toothpaste on his spot and left it on overnight and it literally blistered oh, on his God. face <laughs> i was so happy to see him with a big blistered face if you leave um sorry toothpaste on your face it burns your skin yeah that's why does it what of course it does it's alkaline full, alkali. full of mental chemicals that's why it attacks mental your, your chemicals that's an official scientific term jess from the first few podcasts told me that but do you know actually if you drink it i, I found drinking helps your acne Drinking, drinking water. No, drinking, drink. Drink, drink sorry, drinking, <laughs> drinking alcohol will actually help. If you go on a session of alcohol, There's the no following day. True. No way. This is a fact. I found my acne was controlled by alcohol. This is a fact. Claire? Are you sure it's not just that you were forgetting to wash or something like that? You make it worse. see the spots. No, actually, whatever was in alcohol, whatever did to you, know, you have a terrible hangover and you're dying and your brain cells disappear. But, you but look actually, great. your acne, your acne is, is it, it tends to stop the, the redness and it's actually sweating goes down. But people break out in spots after a big night out. And you, you, well, this, I had it before I went out, so maybe, I don't know. But I'm just saying, that's my own experience, so I'm just saying. Where were you, how are you drinking this alcohol? <laughs> were you just pouring it over your face and hoping someone went in your Actually, home? yes, last, I was watching the Mayo, yes. <laughs> I was watching the Mayo, uh, it's getting football for those who don't understand, or from UK, from the mainland. Um, don't hit me. Um, but the I was watching a football match in Ballina in the west coast of Ireland and there's two girls sipping a pint of Heineken with straws which I think is just wrong and how were their skin? hang on they was wrong because they were drinking pints through or, straws or, or they were drinking pints through straws through straws it's a straws bit straws bit it's, you just hate straws what do you think it looks so wrong drinking pints through straws well drinking pints isn't very ladylike maybe they're trying to figure so, out through straws I mean that's but straws are ladylike so they were somewhere yeah but it's fairly obvious they're drinking the pint I mean that, that isn't you know, uh, drinking, drinking straw. drink. So I recommend if she drinks, okay, ideally not with the straw, but if she drinks alcohol, that should sort out her spots. That's a pretty good. And what about the P60? How that help the P60? The alcohol does, uh, does not have any help with the P60 I whatsoever. I have about a dozen P60s in my drawer that I don't use. If she wants one of those, she can have that. Do you, do you actually use a P60? Is it useful or is it just a piece of paper you just find away? You claim, I think you claim expenses with, I don't know what. I think it's proven your employer is actually paying your stamps. Can you add them up if you don't use them? So you can have like a P180 after a while. I or P360, you're right yeah. back where you started. Exactly. <laughs> I hate this. People, you know, people say, he did a 360. It's like, what? He just, I do a P360 now. There, see, I just did it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think what you mean to say is he did a 180. 
But no, it's like, oh no, I meant 360. It's like, all right, you're exactly where you were. Okay. okay. Yeah. I think, look. It's like, so you thought that was a comedy called sack earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> Try 360. The only one people know about the P45. It's not a P45. I wouldn't worry about it. You must need it for a reason. For your taxes. Yeah, but... You keep saying that, but it doesn't It doesn't help with what my well, understanding of... Taxman kept saying that to me and it worked, so I don't know. That's... <laughs> Why am I paying this for your taxes? Okay. Is it maybe if you lose your job and you need to go claim benefits or something, do you need the P60 for that? P45 would do you there as well, wouldn't it? I think the, P- I think the P60 is wrong. I don't know. Do we think that she could actually just write this herself? Just a piece of paper with P60 on and just set down uh, tax, taxable amount, five... Well, um, she's. Uh, you have to remember, she's very drunk right now from all the alcohol she's been drinking to clear her beautiful skin. Beautiful skin, mind. She's very beautiful annoyed skin. as well, actually. Of course, if she drinks so much that she uh, her skin becomes so incredibly beautiful, when she goes to the tax office and she says, <laughs> I haven't got the P60, <laughs> like that, they're just going to be wowed by her, her beauty. And do something, it doesn't matter, you. <laughs> like I do what every woman does, which is wear a low-cut top. And get away with murder. That's what every woman does. Yes, if you're in That's trouble with the Gardaí or the police, That's or which one yeah. the same, or tax people, you just go in a local top and say some rubbish like, I just can't add. <laughs> <laughs> they go, can you help me, please? Uh, I tried, it didn't work. Um, but the, yeah, you just get, I mean, you get away with murder that. So I think she shouldn't worry about anything. I mean, I think uh, in fairness, oh yeah, I did the spot. She get not pseudocreme, that white and something else in a small jar or right, two. My mother has them. Get in touch with my mother. Get in touch with my mother and um, she'll send you on the uh, required uh, lotions and you cover your face. And here's the problem. Where, here's where... That, that is the most Irish I've ever heard you sound ever. <laughs> lotions. <laughs> I've got notions for lotions. And here's the worst thing of it. I was in college and I didn't stop it in college but this is when I stopped in first year in college and I was getting paranoid about my face again because it broke out and I found this package of lotion that my mum had given me. So I put it on one night and I was sharing a room with a friend of mine and he used to listen to you two blaring and drive everybody mental. So we got him to wear earphones so that he didn't wake us up because he couldn't sleep unless he listened to you two. But he... <laughs> now that's a problem for the life coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, dear, he... dear Dan, I can't sleep unless I'm listening to Bono. That's true. And he rolled over in the bed uh, in the middle of the night. And Squashed the earphone... Bono and the edge, was, the edge was on the floor. <laughs> yeah, he just fell off the edge. Oh, no, I <laughs> oh we should have practised that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, the um, so he rolled over in the bed and the earphones popped out and suddenly U2 was blaring. With or without, she was blaring through the house at 3 o'clock in the morning. I shot up awake, obviously, because didn't know what was happening. And I ran over to the bed and um, I he was still sound asleep. He was in the earphones same room on. at the time now? Yeah, was sharing room, yeah. Okay. So I grabbed his earphones, slammed them into the um, uh, tape deck, whatever it was, turned it on the volume to the last and um, naturally he just woke up of, of a shot. I didn't realise he, he suddenly woke up and there he was confronted by someone wearing a luminous white t-shirt wearing this white lotion on his face <laughs> and looking at him in a frenzy and he got so upset he thought he started shouting a ghost a ghost and he ran for the window I had to rubby tackle him to stop him jumping out through a two story window but you could have let him go and then that, you, you, you wouldn't be bothered by Adam Clayton and the rest yeah I was more bothered by the threat of court afterwards perhaps yeah and then, would, you, you and then I'd really that. see how Feck would go, wouldn't I? <laughs> see that, we brought all the way back, yeah. So you rugby Feck at your honour, I was only wearing lotion. You so. rugby tackled him to the ground to stop him jumping out the window. Yeah. And what happened after that? Just He, got, he gradually calmed back. down and realised it they all They all laughed at the hijinks <laughs> and they became best friends forever. <laughs> yeah, there was something again. Uh, Jared, if you're out there, I, I hope you don't remember that story because I'm embarrassed by telling it. I'm sure he remembers that story. It's not a story you're going to forget no. in a hurry, to be absolutely honest. You two, it was very loud. <laughs> so Bono is kind of responsible 
That and uh, Scorpions. Remember that song? Was the wind, of, wind, of wind of Change. Yeah, oh my God. If you I hear it every single night, the way... <laughs> the wind of change. Yeah. It's like, shush. Did he try and sing along to it? No, he's asleep. Because <laughs> didn't, didn't they sing a bit in German? Or it's, they were German. Yeah, no, but didn't, didn't they sing a bit in German? Because I know I heard my brother singing along to no, it. No, the German version. Well, he did, my brother tried to sing the German version because he assumed it was English, but he didn't. He couldn't understand what the words were oh, okay, in, okay. in that bit. So oh, he, he used to just make up words. Don't you come by like that. <laughs> that's serious. Like I didn't realize Sidewinder was what the um, got the guys what REM were singing about. You know, Sidewinder. Oh, the coming chai wake up. Yeah, that's that. I, I spelt it out phonetically. It was coming chai wake up. Yeah. Yeah. What were they actually saying? I, I don't actually know. Um. Come, what I thought was coming to the waking up it's like <laughs> wearing lotion waking up yeah or side I sleep tonight it's like side I sleep tonight coming to wake up come <laughs> I don't think there's any German in that song no there was no German in the song so. it's Dory M sorry we'd moved on to Dory M sorry. I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. no no you're, you actually make more sense than I do so anyway that's my solution I've no idea what you, I've no <laughs> idea what your solution <laughs> is there. I don't even remember what we're talking about anymore um, you're saying get Liam's solution is to get just drunk. get absolutely hammered um, that'll dry the spots up and and then the following day, and then wear lotion and wear lotion <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, yours was uh, get absolutely hammered and then you won't care where your P60 is well yeah kind of yeah plus I like I said I have loads of spares if she wants one so that's very kind of you yeah it's very generous yeah um, th- another solution would be to combine once again combine those those two solutions and then go to the tax office claim you've forgotten with your beautiful skin claim that you've forgotten or lost your P60 take the tax advisor can we say butler? Tax butler. <laughs> Can we take, take the tax advisor tax to the pub? Get them pissed. And that way, both you and the tax advisor have got incredible skin. And let's face it, if you buy them a few pints, they're not going to be worried about a P60 among friends, are they? No, I think the the problem is none of us are entirely sure. I know you're telling us what P60 is, but I really don't... You're not explaining it very well. No, you don't believe me. I like the way you didn't understand what he said, <laughs> but you're saying you're not explaining it very well. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't know what one is no. either. I don't see the point of it. It's not that you... It's not that I don't believe you, and that you did. It's little from column A, little from column B. I think is the problem there. I no, I don't really understand what you're saying. Who's Colin? Column. <laughs> I know, a joke. There's two Collins. Yeah. A and B. That's the old fireman joke, isn't it? What do you call two Spanish firemen? Right. Jose and Josby. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. So our solution, basically, this is for uh, Claire, isn't it? I I'm saying contact revenue. Mm-hmm. Get your P60. That's the boring bit. The less boring bit is to go out and get drunk and wear lotion. Perfect. I think it's, I like it. I, honestly, I don't think we can come up with uh, anything better than that. So uh, I think that's problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. Well, I think that's another problem absolutely brilliantly solved uh, by the new team. How's it going, new team? Fantastic. Very well. Did I you think. listen to the older podcasts? Yes. On a, you know, I'm not trying to create any kind of divisions here, but how, you know, how much better than them do you think you are? Well, I, I'm, as you know, I'm so modest. I, I couldn't possibly say how brilliant I am. Mm-hmm. Let me do that. You are brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. So are you. Sue, <laughs> how, how much more brilliant do you think you are than the rest of them? Than everyone else who's ever been on your podcast? Yeah. I, I'm kind of good. You're up there, aren't you? Yeah, 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 of course, of course, of course. Well, it is in fact your turn to read out the third and potentially final problem. So no, uh, no pressure then. No, no. <laughs> and also, this is the longest one as well. So yeah, I did that on purpose, just to make you feel you. bad. Uh, you. But it's a problem I think many people will be able to um, identify with. 
So take it away, Sue. I'm going to put on my phone voice now. <laughs> you have a phone voice? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. My mum always used to go, hello. <laughs> say, the, say the number afterwards, because that was always... She started with that, but I think she kind of forgot what it was after a while. Hello. <laughs> and you go, mum, it's me. She go, oh, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Like that, every single time. Phone voice, Sue, go. Dear Dan, this is a problem I'm sure lots of people have. That's how she answers the phone, really. That's rubbish. <laughs> I'm never phoning there again. Carry on, don't let me interrupt you. This is a problem I'm sure lots of people have. I have a friend who has concentration issues when I meet them. We can be in any social situation and he feels no shame in taking every call and text message every time his phone buzzes. It isn't just a simple, I'll call you back later, I'm busy. It's a full-blown conversation about television shows, how the cat is and what, what each other is having for dinner. I'm not boring, I promise. How can I maintain this friendship while he is being so incredibly rude? Yours, Sean. Ah, Sean's got the, the age-old problem of people doing stuff while you're trying to talk to them. Liam. Have you experienced this yourself? Sorry, I was, just, I was just doing stuff there when you were talking. Uh, <laughs> you were just tweeting, weren't you? <laughs> uh, so, uh, You've got that cheeky smile on your face and say, I've been waiting just for that one opportunity to pull that, that one out of the yes, bag. Yes, it's, it's taken three months. Um, the Have I done this? I mean, I'm wondering, have I done this? And I think at some point everybody has. I been think, the... but it's the same equivalent. I think if we go back to before um, people had iPhones or, or smartphones or whatever, um, you walk down the street and you meet someone and going, hey, Liam, hey, how are you? And I go, hey, mom. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean. So you yeah. talk to Sean and Liam and Sean are talking. And then another friend that Sean knows comes by that I don't know who they are. What's his name? Uh, we'll just say Dan. Okay. And uh, Sean and Dan, they go, they might, they might introduce... You realise I brought you in for your cre- creativity, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how am I doing? <laughs> so I, when I, I make, I'm building this beautiful Lego um, train set here. So that's part of my creativity. Down like a lead balloon. Also, because this is a podcast and people <laughs> yeah. can't see, so that joke was literally just for the two of us in the yes. in this in the surgery. Well, anyway, the point is that uh, yeah, he introduces us and then they have a full conversation. So you're kind of left standing there going, I can't really move on, and then you come to a point where you kind of go, I have to move on now because this this kind of ridiculous. So you go, actually, I'm just going to go. And they go, oh no, don't go, don't go, don't go. So it's the same thing, except it's brought forward to the modern age about uh, instead of. Uh, meeting people on the street you have the Twitter problem which is people uh, accepting calls yeah. but it's a problem because people think that it's more urgent to accept a phone call or a tweet because if you can imagine if you go to a counter in any public sector workplace that I hate um, <laughs> you go to the counter and you're at the counter you're physically there which means you should have a priority and the phone rings they always answer the phone and deal with the call even though you're there. So I've learned, actually, I did it once in a restaurant where I wasn't being served. I actually rang the restaurant to get hold of the waiter to say, I'm actually out of the table um, in the front. Can you please come out and take my order? And <laughs> I do like that. That I, is nice. So you did this before your food arrived? I wasn't. They didn't Ooh, even take dangerous. my order. That's I know, dangerous. I know. Don't piss them off before the food arrives. Oh, man, you've, not, what, you've no idea what you had for dinner that night, <laughs> yeah. have you? And I mean, even if you knew specifically what was on the menu, you've no idea what was extra in there. Yeah, I, I'm going to drink loads of alcohol. Um, th- well, okay. Well, I actually thought I came out well out of that story until I obviously realised that probably I didn't. But the point is, you know, it's it's that you have to, you know, people respond to phone calls or tweets now because they feel that's urgent. It's like a phone. A phone rings. It's like, I have to answer it. And it's like, well, if I came to the door and started going, ring, 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 would you bother answering the door? You'd probably go, no, I'd call the police. Whereas if you ring, you have to answer it, so... That's no help at all to Sean telling Well, I've got a friend. Uh, he's, he's actually one of my best friends, John. You say answering the door, phone ringing, things like that. He literally says, and he's probably quite right, that a, a ringing phone, uh, a ringing doorbell or a, a rapping on the door is like an invitation 
to talk and he will quite happily sit there and you can see him through the glazed door when I was at school. You'd go to his house and you'd bang on the door and you'd look through the door and you could see his feet on the edge of the carriage and you'd bang on the door, you'd press the doorbell and he just, he might even look through the door. And it wasn't just me before you even start. And you'd see him there, you'd ring him and he'd look, the phone would be ringing next to him and he wouldn't answer it. And he'd say to him, what's wrong with you? He said, I didn't want to talk to anybody. So it's an, oh, invita- yeah, it's an invitation, someone knocks on the door. It's a, I, I, I'm here to talk to you. Would you like to talk to me? And he, his answer was clearly no. Well, I can understand that, but how many times have, have, have you rang somebody? And if I do it myself, or someone's rang me and I've ignored the phone call because I could be busy, whatever. Yeah. And then they might ring a second time. And you're going, if I was going to answer the first time, why are you ringing the second time? And they're ringing a third time. You're going, well, I definitely want to answer now. Yeah, but there are, there, there are exceptional circumstances. I off, I, my default position on that is if I ring the first time and they don't answer, is that they must be having a poo. And then, and then give them three, four minutes Ring them again. They're probably finished. Yeah, but they would have known... Okay, whatever, but the poo. But they would have known that you rang. I mean, you know, there's missed calls. I mean... But I mean, if someone, if I get three missed calls from someone, that's when you phone them back because it's not just they're ringing for a chat. If you miss three calls from someone, they're calling you for a reason. Over what time period, though? If that's over a year. Over a year, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. but they can text you. If I'm it's, if it's over... very urgent, you send a text going, please ring me now. Then you go, okay, must ring. But if it's three phone calls, and you ring back on... Uh, you, you ring the back one is everything okay it's like yeah I rang you three times it's like yes you did and it's like why did you ask the first time it's like because well, I had a life I mean <laughs> <laughs> you, you've not got a, a huge array of friends have you Liam we are basically the only friends you, that's why you're here isn't it anyway back to the problem back to the problem uh, Sean's friend is busy chatting on the phone now if the phone rings we're just establishing there that the person you're with should get priority it doesn't always happen if the phone rings you at least look at it Liam don't you Yes, and you make an excuse. You say, excuse me, do you mind if I take this? That's not an excuse. That's saying I'm going to answer the phone. An excuse would be, sorry, I've got to go outside there because someone's stealing my car. That would be an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just think that through. Um, Yeah, but I mean, you you would would make, you would, I mean, if it's very urgent, just say, look, I'm really sorry for this. Because it's just having etiquette. Yes. You would say, excuse me, I need to take this. And you would do it fairly quickly, go say, I'm sorry, with somebody. But if you had a full conversation, that's just rude. This thing, I don't think anyone minds someone answering. If I'm with people or with one person, if they answer a phone, I don't mind if they say, listen, can't talk now, I'm with someone. But to, to, to sit there and actually have a conversation about that, how that person's life is going, when you're sitting there, you've made the effort to... Wasting your life while talking about listening to two people talk about their lives. Exactly, but you've made the effort to get up off the couch and go to see them. And, you know, why don't you just... I'll stay on the couch and you just phone me and we'll just talk from there. I don't, I, it's, yeah, no... It's not on. Do you know what my mum used to do? We used to have a, the first time we got a cordless phone in the house. Obviously, you used to have to go to the hall and, and pick up the receiver on the old daily one. When we got a cordless phone for the first time, she used to turn the TV down. She'd be sat in the lounge and she'd, the phone would ring. The whole family would be sat around watching Family Fortunes or something like that. And the phone would ring and she'd, hello, hello, Denise? Yeah. And she'd turn the TV down with the remote control then. Right, another important point. I'll come back to remote controls in a minute. But she's turned the TV down, so we couldn't hear the TV. And she was on a cordless phone where she could have wandered <laughs> off into any room in the house. She could have gone into the garden and answered the phone and done the whole thing there. But no, she had to turn the TV down so she could hear the phone. My mum still does it. <laughs> Did she also put the remote control on top of the TV? A singly most pointless place to put a remote control. No, fair. She hasn't resorts to that, but she actually does turn down the TV while you're watching it and answer the phone and talk. <laughs> Why is that a pointless place to put the remote control? Because you might as well turn the TV over with your finger if you're going to, if you have to go across there to fetch the remote control. <clears throat> okay, okay. 
I think that's a. Uh, but, but and that's, the, that's the quickest I've ever won an no, argument. No, th- that's fair enough though, because I, I, one, one of the jobs I was a uh, fire, <laughs> fire, I was made one of these fire wardens. Let's call it. That's called the last job you're fired from. I'm not saying it's not, not a possibility of that happening tonight. Carry on. But they sent us on this course about they should have just called it how everything goes on fire. And <laughs> honestly, I, I, I didn't sleep for weeks afterwards. They were talking about the remote control. You never leave the remote control on the settee. I was like, how now? Oh God, how is this going to cause a fire? But I said, well, if the remote control falls down between the, the cushions and the buttons get pressed in, that can generate enough heat to set the couch on fire. Like I said, I didn't sleep for weeks after kind of being on this this course. Um, so I think on the TV is is you know the house isn't going on fire. That's well, just... the TV might, and that's the single most important piece of furniture in the house. That's very true. That's very true. But as I, I was a firefighter for a long period of time, I might yeah. be getting—I might be getting um, uh, people telling me that I'm completely wrong about this. But I don't, for one fleeting moment, think that the text button on a remote control will set fire to your Draylon couch. It's not going to happen. No, I didn't believe it either. But um, I was still slightly afraid. But there's always was this by a simple person you were told. <clears throat> was it? Oh, sorry. Was this, was, person, it, but... was this person selling you a new city or a new remote control? <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, was, was, it even, was it even a job that I was at? I no, it wasn't insurance. It was it was a bank. If you must know, but they were. Very, oh, and they always very, tell the truth. Very afraid. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> well, <laughs> if only you'd said bank in the first place, we'd have no we, questions. We'd never, about have, it. never have questions. The whole <laughs> yeah. thing. There'd have been no doubt. They never tell. So, right. Suzanne, what would you do if this was your if this was your situation? I mean, you I, wouldn't have friends like that, would you? I, the I, discerning character that you are. Everyone's been in a situation in a bar where they've looked around and everyone they're with is on the phone, and now I realise that. This actually might be no. An issue actually, for me. I never had a situation issue. Oh no, never. Strange. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> go on, anyway, Go on. Go on. Um, what would I do? I think if they were having a full blown conversation, I would probably take out my phone and check Twitter for a while. The two of you would have, kind of a pointless, a pointless. Would you not just say to them? Of... Would you not just kind of say, "Excuse me"? Uh, okay. Yeah, first. but I don't like confrontation. I I, I just let it go. I, I I couldn't do confrontation. I just let it go. And they just bitch about it afterwards. <laughs> it's always a great solution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. a great solution. So now your solution to now your problem. It really is. It really <laughs> is. What about just smacking her over the head? I... Like, oi, stop it. I'm talking to you. I'm here. Take a whack on the head. Mm. In fairness, mostly if you actually said, hey, I make, a, make, a, make it funny. Say, do, you want me to, do I have to ring you to get your attention? Or, you know, I'm here now. I, maybe, actually maybe that would be a thing if you obviously everyone has a call waiting now so if they're on a call you could just phone that you would be brilliant if you're you in the bar and you're, them. and you're chatting away oh, I've just got to take this call she takes the call and then you yeah. ring her and then she says to her friend who's on the phone yes. say, can you just hold the line I've got someone on the other line yeah it's Sue yeah she's right next to me but she's on the other line bye uh, hang on and then do that yeah that's incredible maybe yeah. get th- maybe get the person that she's talking to originally that's causing the, the rude situation to arise Maybe she can phone you and you can then put the friend on call waiting and you can be in a perpetual triangle of, of call waiting, all trying not to talk to the other person first. But the more important thing is no confrontation. Oh, absolutely no yeah. confrontation. But what if you call the person, they see the call waiting and they, do, they reject the call? I mean, <laughs> there's a girl I work with and she told a story with, um, definitely not a girl I worked with, there's someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit that bit out again. There's someone I know who were um, sitting in St. Stephen's Green and a friend of theirs phoned and she looked at the phone and just was like, no, put it back in the pocket. And the, f- the friend was across the park and phoning her as if to go, are you going to say it's even screen? Is that you? And saw her take out the phone, see who it was, literally shake her head and put the phone back in the pocket. So that was a very, and then the friend came over and was just, you know, saw you kind of uh, hang up on me there. She was, oh, it's a, it's a precarious situation, but it definitely wasn't someone I work with. A place where I worked at the, the boss at the time said, has everyone got the phone switched off? No one's to have the phones on or something like that at work. And I craftily, I rang his phone and I saw the screen light up on his phone. He just said, wanker. <laughs> <laughs> so he got me in his phone as, as wanker. 
I'm sure it's not the only person to have me in his phone under a horrible name. Oh, but I actually, I broke up the girl who was psychotic, and uh, <laughs> why, did, why did you break up with her? Yeah. She, um, we just wrong colour hair, but uh, she, I, now she may have had her reasons. In fairness, that to be psychotic and Parson could have been me, but I, I put into my phone, do not answer. <laughs> oh no! The worst thing is, oh, I no. actually had forgotten. I actually now to this day, I have three do not answers in my phone. I don't know which of them, which one, any of them are. But, but it comes it, up. It and, and, but the the worst thing is, years later, you get curious and it's thinking if a do not answer comes up because it did happen two years later. I got a do not answer rang me. I didn't answer, but I have. I'm kind of curious, going maybe maybe if I did answer, just wondering, just out of curiosity, which one of these people do I want to be masochistically assaulted by? You know. Um, but they're still ringing you years later. Could, but the thing is, you could have sat on the phone. We don't know. That's the most embarrassing thing. Hey, how are you? I I oh oh. You've got your that pocket. function okay. now on phones that you can set certain numbers to go straight to voicemail as well. You don't even have yeah. to answer them. They just can you? Yeah, you can set certain numbers straight to voicemail. Very good. Hmm? This is this is where the IT expert comes <laughs> yeah. in. We're learning things here. Yeah, so do an answer and go to the iPhone. So yeah. if I get all the previous experts that we've had on the Life Coach podcast and put them all to voicemail, then I don't, I don't have to explain why you're doing the podcast tonight, and not them. It's exactly. genius. It's genius, really. It's the lazy man's way out. I like uh, it. No confrontation. No confrontation, and we don't like confrontation. Do no, we don't. No, we don't. No, like no confrontation. confrontation here. No, no. no. So there are there are some people, some numbers in your phone that, that you have to take the call from every single time. Is it? Can I ask? I, can I ask a personal question now? Yes, Suzanne. If is there any situation where your boyfriend rang you that you wouldn't answer? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend, so I don't need to answer that question. Is there any situation where your girlfriend rings you you wouldn't answer? Yes, if I was hanging on from a cliff with just one hand, my phone was in my back pocket and I was holding on to a small child with the other hand saving their life as well literally I couldn't that's the only time you see that that's that's a fair enough answer but but Sue was all shady about it yeah I know I know I thought that's right yeah this is very, it would be very quite the coincidence if you're hanging off a cliff with one hand holding a child and someone happens to phone you at that one moment in your life no, have I, you not I, seen I, the end of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels that's, that's, not what, that's not what happened. He didn't have a child, admittedly, but he was on a bridge trying to reach the guns and his phone rang when the phone was in his mouth and he had to. Yeah. He was about to throw the guns into the river and they were worth a load of money. Well, phones will ring when you don't... Like, you go to cinema, what happens if the phone rings? You know, anytime your phone... Yeah, the that's phone will ring. That's thing, actually. It's not even the, the phone calls in the cinema. It's people... They have them on silent, that's fine, but people will text... And it's on silent, know, yeah, yeah. but the, the little screen is lighting up the whole time. I've, You've got I've, a massive four hundred foot screen in front of you, and you're worried about somebody's little blue number in front of you. I have a, a women, women's peripheral vision is much more acute than men's, so obviously this is bothering them far more. I do know a guy who is. Uh, did I get away with that today? I? I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm mentally noting all of the things that you're saying. Um, I, I do, I do have a friend, a guy who um, will constantly text in the cinema, and it, it drives me nuts. It, it's, not, it doesn't bother me if he's not watching the movie, but the little screen lights up the whole time. It's just, just. I'm just guessing now, but there's no confrontation either here. No, no. I say nothing and bitch about it on Twitter like I do with everything <laughs> else. So that's what Twitter is for. Bitching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What should you do in that in that situation? I, I, men- would, I mentioned before that you could give somebody a bit of a crack around the head if they were to do that. You could stand up and walk out. You could phone them and say... I'd phone them, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you're a man who walks into hotels trying to get into, <laughs> into rooms with a clipboard. So we're not going to use you as a, a, a barometer. Thanks. Maybe, sorry, maybe uh, Sean's friend's doing it to say, look, you're really not that interested. And I'm bored of my conversation Or else they're really comfortable with them. I, mean, I had a girlfriend who would take a call and You've would talk. you had lots of girlfriends. <laughs> is this the same girl or is this... No, this girl is an ex-girlfriend. Uh, most of them, actually, they all are. Um, they're all ex-girlfriends. Yeah, they're all ex-girlfriends. Okay. The, but she would take a, take a call and have a conversation. But I was okay with that. It was, it was a, you know, it wasn't going to last. It's a gynecologist. 
She's getting the results. Something like that. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Um, <laughs> but it would last for a certain length of time and it was fine. And vice versa. I think if you're comfortable with somebody and you know the parameters and you realise not to take the piss and, and actually keep the conversation short. But if you're in a conversation with someone have this, this and not including you, I mean, you know, you have a conversation, at least you can look across each other and, you know, make eye contact and indicate that just a few minutes or whatever, you know. But if you're someone who takes a phone call and does it regularly and excludes you from a conversation, I think you have to confront them. You have to kind of say, hang on a second. I kind of disagree with you saying you're when you're comfortable. We're like, actually solving problems here. This I is know. a novelty. I like this. We're seriously it's discussing this. Change it's not our job, else. no? But you're saying if you're with someone and you're very comfortable with them, it's okay. But even if I was sit with my mother and my mother took a 10-minute phone conversation, I wouldn't be impressed by that. I'm not saying 10 minutes, but I mean, just a number of minutes to... Nine minutes. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's I just, see your nine, and I raise you eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just if you're if you're very comfortable, you'd, you'd know if it's upsetting somebody else, and you if you if you're genuinely comfortable with somebody, you'd know it's upsetting. Going, okay, look, you know, okay, I have, to, I have to ring you back. I think you are allowed a couple of minutes, but then after you take the phone call, you should put the phone on silent. Going, sorry about that, left my phone on or whatever. I think it's in China where they actually have, uh, and they have kind of they allow you to leave your phone on the table. And as long as uh, you can leave it there. But obviously etiquette in the States, for example, is you don't put the phone on the table at all. So there is different etiquettes depending where you are. Well, there's a thing now where you go into bars and everybody puts their phone on the table and yes. the first phone to ring, they have to buy a round. Which is a brilliant idea, really. I heard, well, I've heard a different variation of that where if you go for a meal with someone, everyone puts their phone face down on the table. And it's it's, it's different if you have kids or something and maybe if, if they're being babysat, you might need to take a call. But face down on the table and if the phone... You're not to answer the phone, but the first... If someone answers the phone, they pay for the meal. That's it. The phone's Sorry, on the that's table. That's exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. Because that's exactly the same. It's not exactly that, that's the same. Exactly the same. I'm staying out of this one because I'm, I'm not exactly, exactly sure what I said. No, you just said the first one to answer the phone has to buy the round. No, you said the first one that rings. That's what you said. Well, unless you're talking about answering a phone that hasn't rung yet, which is just downright <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yes. I, again, think I, I, think, I, I think I might have said that. Again, IT. Um, carry on. That's it. They're coming for you. Can, yeah, you, hear, can you hear the siren <laughs> in the background there? To answer Sean, I think Sean should, should approach the friend and say, Say it. Just, this is bothering me. Ring them and say, this is bothering me. Yeah, that's yeah. A, see, that, that would definitely be it. Give them a quick call. Yeah. Yeah. And say, are you with someone? Good. Uh, <laughs> this won't take more than 10 minutes. I do, I do quite enjoy, I quite like the idea of phoning them because that... You could phone them and keep yeah. them on the phone while you, while you burgle the house. Keep phoning them. Just constantly. Private, private number. Keep ringing them. I mean, I, this might sound a bit psychotic, we didn't used to go out, um, but I, I um, have, when I have friends are over in the house, sometimes I hide their phones. People who are really bad at checking it. Like, oh, when they say, where's my phone? Oh, it's over there. But some people have like on the side and they're constantly, I will go, not hide it, but just put it where they didn't leave it. That's is called that, hiding. Is that, is That's that kind of like in the, in the street. In the street, that kind of thing. Just I love that phrase. Pushing it where I, they didn't leave it. <laughs> but it's not hiding. Not hiding. <laughs> and you won't confront them. But you'll no. steal You'd rather do everything else you can possibly do, including stealing their phones, but you won't confront them. I don't like confrontation. But I if you had, if you did, you wouldn't have. If you, I don't, if you, I don't upset anyone. Look at the energy. Just the lost their phones. One, there's two people here, and one of you is going to be upset at one point, and it's going to be constantly you because you don't stand up and give. And it. worse, you start hiding their phones. They can't find their phones. They're upset. They can't find the phones. You're lying because you're saying I didn't hide the phones. It's probably in the place that you didn't leave it. <laughs> <laughs> And and you're not doing. I mean, I mean, do you not realise there's a lot of effort ex- being expended here? Just seriously, solely, just you can say to somebody, look, at, I think you're spending too long on the phone. You're talking when you're talking to me. I'll take on board what you've just said, definitely. Um, and then completely ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> and bitch about you on Twitter later. Oh, so just uh, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it to my Twitter account as do not. 
follow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, so come on then. Um, what are we going to do uh, with, with Sean? I'm going to say We're preempt all of that. And uh, when he's not looking, using the skills that Sue clearly has at stealing people's phones and putting them where they didn't leave them. Um, steal his phone before you even get into the bar. Steal the phone. Put it. Why not offer your phones behind the bar and say, can you look after both of our phones? We are going to talk. And just leave the phones there. And they're stolen. I don't know. I think if someone suggested that to me, I would think that was quite strange. Probably wouldn't go along with it, to be honest. But you, you were advocating ringing them up while they're <laughs> sat next to you. And you're talking to me about strange. And stealing their phones and putting them in place where they didn't leave it. Not stealing them. Oh, just, sorry. Just placing moving. them in place. I just moved them. Relocating the phones. Like, it might be on the couch and I put it by the couch. It's like criminal relocation, you know, relocation, phone relocation. There's a f- TV programme of that. Criminal relocation, criminal <laughs> relocation, criminal relocation. It's brilliant. Yeah. Can I, uh, why did you say it three times? You know, see, uh, location, location, location. Oh, very good. Yeah. I just realised it now. <laughs> <laughs> Do people actually wonder about you going to say, God, it's weird to Suzanne's house. I keep losing my phone. It's like, well, me too. Have you tried her phone room? It's just a wall, instead of wallpaper, it's got millions yeah, of phones all nailed in, to the wall. Every time I walk in, my phone disappears. It's, it's amazing. It's in the last place I leave it. No, actually, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It should be, but it's not. Yeah. Really, have you tried ringing her when you were there? No, she doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but she won't confront, thank God. No. Yeah. I see that. Is this bothering you? No, no, you're fine, yeah. you're fine. Are you sure I'm on the phone an hour? No, you're grand. Keep on the phone, it's fine, sure. I'll sit here looking at you for the next two hours. No problem at all. Are you sure we never went out? Because this is so familiar. No? I'd have remembered. Okay. So maybe uh, maybe a solution is for Sean. Every time his friend answers a call, he takes a call and goes for, uh, uh, through the whole... Um, maybe take the phone off them and hang up for them or something like that. But then ring a highly expensive um, sex line number or something like that. Something that's going to cost a lot of money. And ring that and stay on the phone. And, and, she, and So it costs Sean a fortune every time he does it. I think I, I just sneak the phone under the, under the counter, under the table, and keep keep ringing the phone for a private number. Ring what you you ring, ring Sean. I'm Sean. If I was Sean, Sean could keep ringing the number, ringing the friend's number, from his own private number, and keep doing it all the way through the meal. But what would that achieve? When you say private number, do you mean so it comes up private number? Yeah. But no one answers private number. Anyway. Exactly, but it bored the hell out of you, man. Okay. <laughs> of course, you're always presupposing here. He said he's not boring. You did say that. You just said, um, "I am not boring. I promise." I wonder. I promise. It's kind of like. Me think it that's the... Protested too much. Yeah, maybe maybe actually the problem here is that Sean is the most boring person in the world. I mean, it could be. It sounds very likely to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not boring, I promise. I mean, really. Well, it's a competition, isn't it? It's a competition when you, you're sat in a pub or in a restaurant or even around somebody's house and you're having a discussion of how engaging you are and the other person is. Where if the telephone rings or the cat walks by or something like that, that your attention's immediately drawn away to something more valuable to you. In, a, in an experience if the phone rings and the other person keeps answering it and keeps talking you've just got to assume that my, it would be my, fir- my first suspicion yeah. is that they, uh, they are bored by me we've definitely ruled out violence as an answer to this by the way have we? never never, never. rule out okay. violence yeah. oh, okay never no, I thought say never, sorry, sorry, never be violent when, when is violence not part of confrontation? no but I, I just I mean, I'm not saying she's going from no confrontation to what's just, just, just violence yeah, yeah straightforward sorry. violence there's, there's, so, there's no middle ground with Sue yeah but if Sean wants to punch his friend in the face, I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna punch him in the face. So Sean he, shouldn't say a word to him, but he should punch him in the face. I'm just, I'm just wanted to know. If You're throwing it out there. If we're ruling out violence, that's all. Never. Okay. Never, fine. never rule out violence. Okay. Well, he could send a stamped self address envelope. Is that violence? No, <laughs> Is I'm, that I'm still saying. Violent? I'm, I'm saying as a Kofi Annan <laughs> version, rather before it actually gets to the point of violence, that you should actually use a ball piece for means in order to 
solve the problem. It's all I'm saying. So you should write a nice letter to your friend <laughs> saying, please. Well, I'm saying you've ruled out ringing him. So, you know, and talking to him. So, I mean, a letter is all you've left. I like that. No one expects a letter anymore. So. <laughs> that actually is quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please stop answering the phone when we're in the pub yeah. together? Oh, that'd be really nice, actually. And it'd be humiliating, in a way, for him to go, oh, I just got a letter. Wow, oh, um, I didn't realise. Why don't you talk to me? Why don't you confront me? Yeah. <laughs> well, he would do, but I can't find my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was round his house and I, I left it where I normally leave it and it's just not there anymore. Yeah. Well, I, do you know what? I didn't expect it to go this way, but I think writing a letter to explain you're upset yeah. <laughs> that, you keep, that your mate keeps answering the phone while you're chatting to him, I think that's a winner. I think we've, uh, yeah. we've got a problem solved. Problem solved? Problem solved. Where did that come from? Twist the letter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, another fantastic problem, easily solved. I think uh, Liam, got to take my hat off to you. It was you that came up with the letter idea, wasn't it? Which is just weird. It it was me. I like it. I like it. I like it. Right, we've got a couple more problems to solve, but these are only very short ones. First of all, in uh, reference to a post I put on my website at dansiron.co.uk, I was explaining about the delay with this latest episode of uh, Dan Life Coach and mentioned that I was moving the surgery down to Dublin and I was setting up a new crop of experts. Now, I wasn't actually asking for experts to volunteer themselves. I was asking for people to send their problems in. Um, however, Dee decided to get in touch and say, pick me, pick me, I am very wise. Um, so what makes a good expert and should we allow Dee to join our team of experts? Because a nice rolling cast would be quite nice, particularly if somebody's uh, nicked off to LA. The bastard. The bastard. Right, so uh, sh- should we let Dee, somebody who's clearly desperate to prove how wise that she is, uh, should we let her become an expert for a night? Is that all information? That's on all her? we've got. Just says, pick me, pick me, I am very wise. Yeah, okay. You talked about, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you said about protesting too much. but uh, It's, it's short and it's to the point, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it can be like Gladiator. Is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Is that all you have? That's all I've got. That's all I've got. Pick me, pick me, I am very wise. D. D-double-E? D-double-E. I like the name D-double-E. Something about D is nice. Something with, yeah. It, 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 An ex-girlfriend of mine was called D, so I think... Well, what's D short, isn't it? Another ex-girlfriend. How many women have you gone out with? This is, I still think it's the one woman, by the way. I think it's psychotic D who just... No, sorry. Sorry, just... Did I bring up something? D short for Deirdre, isn't it? Yes. I'm Deirdre. Deirdre. Deirdre in UK. Deirdre in Irish. Well, I'm going... I'm, you, you gave a thumbs up to, uh, to D. I'm going to give a thumbs down simply because... Whenever I hear the name Deirdre, I think of Deirdre from Coronation Street. That's a very good point. And uh, the fella, who, I can't remember who she was dating in Coronation Street. Ken. The, no, no, no. Oh, the Indian After guy. Ken. He wasn't Indian, was he? He was, from he was Turkey yeah. or something. And he used oh. to go, Deirdre, 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 like that. So for that reason only, I'm going to give a thumbs down. So you've got the casting vote. Well, I was, before you voted yourself, I was going to thumb sideways because I wasn't quite sure. Because you don't like confrontation. Thumb sideways? Like confrontation. You can't do it. There's no such thing as a thumb sideways. Should you Caesar didn't thumb sideways? So imagine though I'd sit there going, what's that mean? <laughs> do I kill him? Do I not kill him? What am I going to do? Well, what? Thumb Caesar sideways? Caesar was probably more a fan of confrontation than I was, or that I am. No, it's a fan of indecision more so than confrontation. Yeah, I've, I, yeah possibly, possibly. Um, so you sort of leading us towards a hung party. Isn't, isn't um, I'm just, just curious here, isn't uh, working on in IT... And, and the basis of IT is the digital language, yes? yes. Zeros and ones. Zeros and ones. Yeah. Which is kind of pretty definite. Yes or no. Yes. High or low. But How would you get away with, like, kind of in the middle going... But that's not confrontation. No, I'm not de- confronting the computer with... Yeah, but that's... Th- there's a difference between indecision and... Give and, and going, routine A, routine B. You're going... I've got to say, this is looking like a little bit of workplace bullying right now. But carry on, Liam. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you've got the casting vote. I think... I think you should. I say. I say no. 
Liam says yes. I say yes. Right, we'll have to work on that. So, Dee, we might well be in touch to get you as a, one of our rolling experts. Rolling experts? What's that? Somebody is expert in rolling. Yes. Downhills, pastry, whatever it could be. I was thinking cheese. Right, okay, we've, we've got the very important uh, task, though, because our my, my very good friend, His Majesty King Knut, is giving us a T-shirt. Once again, the very exclusive Dan Life Coach T-shirt. It does say across there, according to Dan, I'm not a mad Knut. You can have one of those if your problem is picked as the best in any particular podcast. Now, our three problems tonight. We've got... Last yes, one? we've got yeah. Sean, uh, the the guy whose friend keeps the boring Sean, I think we should call him boring Sean, and uh, his posting of letters. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. It was really slow motion, silent birth. It was actually a cough was clearing my throat. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. It was quite funny though. So I did a silent <laughs> laugh, which is kind of weird. I'm not going to do a silent podcast. Thanks for playing along with yeah. Right, okay, so we've got short, boring Sean, and he's uh, a friend who keeps uh, answering the call while he's in the pub. We've got um, Claire and her missing P60 pissed up down an alleyway, and she's getting spots. And we've also got now Drake's uh, strangely wanting to shop at Waitrose, and she needs to make money simply to shop at Waitrose. Out of these three problems, which one was your favourite soup? I kind of like the, the I I kind of like the P60 and the spot one because, as was mentioned before, very strange two problems to tie together. That's a tick for uh, for that one then for Claire, Liam. I think the P sixteen is spot as well. You, just... you see, we should have oh, talked. We should have talked about this before and created an air of tension. Now I, it's, I, I, no, it's, it's going to be two. No, I have. You have to let me finish. I'm sorry. I'm no, saying no. I liked it. Um, carry on. But I felt that Sean, uh, boring as he was, uh, I felt that I could really feel his pain, and. Um, I feel my solution of the letter was, was quite relevant. So I'd like to see that through. I, I feel like I'd like to mentor Sean through this issue. Okay. That's very nice of you. Very nice indeed. Right, I would have ordinarily gone with now Drake and uh, uh, shoplifting, but now that she's going and stealing all the, the goods from shops, she can steal her own T-shirt. I'll give you Dave's address. King Knorton, you can go steal your own bunch of T-shirts from there. So I think I'm going to agree with Sue and go for Claire, her spotty face, uh, alcohol problem. And uh, inability to hold down a, a steady job. I think that seems like a winner. Yeah. Uh, you've got a T-shirt coming in. I'll get in touch with you, Claire, and we'll have that T-shirt sent out to you. So if you want to go along and get yourself a Dan Life Coach T-shirt, you can do that by sending in a problem. If you just want to go along to the kingcanot.com website, you can go and pick some of your fantastic, um, some of his fantastic wares there. Uh, clothing fit for a king. Uh, that's brilliant. I'm sure there's something else I'm supposed to mention. It's not about the uh, fabulous pizzas from base. Wood fire pizzas. You were going to mention the that, pizzas. Were you? I was going to mention the pizzas. Amazing pizzas. I think it's because we mentioned the cheese rolling down the hill. It just kind of um, brought the pizzas back into my mind. So. Well, obviously, there is the problem that um, next time we do a podcast, we're going to need uh, some, some more food. So if, uh, if, if it's not a decent enough deal, we'll have to go to a different pizza shop and sing their praises. Well, I hope not. I think that's how sponsorship works. Is it? Yeah, you, you're nice then when you want something from them. And if they don't give you it, then you slag them off. All right. But they Although really... I have to say, they're lovely. The spicy pizza was gorgeous. Base, spicy pizza. Beautiful. I think it's actually probably got a more technical name than spicy pizza. Well, you uh, say that, but you couldn't. Neither of you could speak after eating it, so I'm not quite sure. I mean, you both enjoyed it. I thought it was delicious, but I was up to speak out. You were eating the pineapple. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know, but then I had some... Pineapple, yes, you're real I, hardcore, you're having the pineapple had, pizza. You nibbled the, the, the crust of a jalapeno, that was it. I ate an entire jalapeno slice pizza. Over delicious. a period of how many years? It's still downstairs. That I'm, is not going to I don't want to go. Dan, I don't want to go downstairs. Whatever is downstairs, I don't, I don't want to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, uh, all I'm saying is I'm, I'm harder than the pair of you. This is the first time I've ever finished yeah. a podcast. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know that. <laughs> well, have I ever done I miss? <laughs> did I, I think I, in the corner of my ear, I heard 
Uh, Sue claimed to be harder than both of us. Is that right? Yeah, she does. Well, I think there's probably that. Okay. Um, right, so we're at the end of the podcast now, and uh, it's the first time I've uh, really ever thought that the people offering the solutions have got more problems than the people sending them in. <laughs> but if you have got a problem that you'd like me and my team of experts, whoever they may be, um, hopefully we'd love to have you both back. You're both been brilliant, I think, anyway. Um, but whoever they may be, if you have a, a problem and you want us to solve it, a bit like the A-Team, you can get in touch with me. You can either go to my website, which is dansiren.co.uk, or you can get in touch through email by emailing danlifecoach, all one word, danlifecoach at gmail.com. Uh, you can get me on Twitter as well, danlifecoach on there as well. Liam, you're on Twitter. Do you want to let everybody know? Feel free. Where? Yes, I'm on Twitter as Liam Heffron, L-I-A-M-H-E-F-F-R-O-N. And I, uh, yeah, please follow me on Twitter. Sue? Nah. Not bothered? <laughs> not bothered. I, the ITA <laughs> expert is probably not even on Twitter. She's going, she looked blankly at Z yeah. and said, what? what? Twitter, that new thing? No idea. Uh, so uh, thank you very much. And I think that's uh, a job well done. Oh, I just made up a phrase. I've never said that before. Which? Job well done. Job well done. Keep that one. You, Shall I? Do you not always say that? Not at the end. No, I've forgotten. It's been that long since I've done a podcast that I've actually forgotten how I use this iron off. I'm sure I've forgotten something else as well. Can I just leave you on one note? Go for it. If you want to get excommunicated from the Catholic Church, hit the Pope on the head. It's automatic. Trust me. Well, I think you'll struggle to find a better way to finish a podcast. Predictable, but in the end he's wise. If he doesn't know the end.